Hi everyone, it's Becca and we are at Spring Conference. I'm with Marlon. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Marlon Biette. I am from the California All-Stars. I live in San Francisco, California and um, I've been in the cheerleading industry for 20 years now and I am the head coach of California All-Stars Lady Bullets and S4. So we have a really broad topic to talk about today. Um, we're just going to generalize it from the get-go. What are challenges that coaches are facing in the industry this day and age? I think uh, a lot right now of what we're facing are actually a couple things, but mainly um, a generation of athletes that are a little bit more difficult to kind of break through and and pull out that hardcore, tough Exterior, um, just making. Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't even explain that. Like, do you think it stems from? Well, obviously, it probably stems from the family life. Um, but how do you deal with the parent interaction? How often do you meet with parents? Because obviously, if there's a situation with kids being really sensitive or kids needing more support, you're going to have to correspond with the parent to navigate that. Uh, dealing with the parents for for me specifically is fairly easy. The parents know going into it from the beginning. I have an open line of communication at all times. Um, I if I have an issue with the parent, I immediately talk to them if they're there at the gym, or will email them or call them immediately, or right after practice or at the end of the day, depending on the severity of the matter. Um, I think dealing with some parents. Recent, you know, as of recently, has been tough, um, just because they are not in the gym, seeing mm-hmm. a lot of things all the time. So it it gets hard to explain things because the kids are telling them one thing, which might not be the full story, or the kids' perspective, and then we have to go through and explain things differently, mm-hmm. you know, or and sometimes kind of like retelling the story because it wasn't even true. Right. So I think that's kind of a big one for dealing with the parents is just making sure they have the full story first um i think that me specifically i'm just very black and white Mm -hmm. so talking to parents they know what they're going to get going into it so you know i don't sugarcoat anything and they know that and i think that's they're appreciative of it but um yeah i think it it's that's the only tough part is making sure they have the full facts first so that there isn't any issues of or continuous things you know I like to nip it in the butt right there so yeah. we can move forward yeah. and not look look at it again um staying on track with corresponding with parents I don't know if Lady Bullets has alternates or if you guys put extra uh, athletes on the team at the beginning of the year and then make final cuts more towards September um do you guys do that and how is that a challenge that you face when coaching so this year was fairly interesting we had a lot of athletes we started off with 33 um which um, and on a t- for a team of yeah. twenty two, wow. so we actually had a lot of you know a couple fall off. They did you know some seniors that graduated decided they're actually going to go off to school instead of stay. Yeah. So that was a little bit easier. Um, it was a very hard decision, a hard decision making process for us coaches because it wasn't based off of a lot of you know whether we liked them, whether they were veterans or not. Mm-hmm. It was mainly finding the right puzzle pieces. And so we had the team practicing together all the way up until after camp. So they went together to camp 
um, as pretty much like a medium. And then after camp, they knew, like, we're looking for your skills. We're looking for um, A, B, and C. If Mm -hmm. you can show us that for tumbling, then your chances of staying on are probably higher. And then for stunting, this is what we're looking for too. So there were some girls that had to go from flying to learning how to base and or, you know, uh, bases that had to learn how to back spot or whatever the case may be to make sure we fit the puzzle pieces correctly. Um, we're, we're always very black and white and upfront and mm-hmm. honest, sometimes overly honest with our parents about just like, listen, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. I hope you can respect that. Sometimes they're like, okay, yeah, we totally get it. But until their kid is actually the one that gets cut. Yeah. And so then we have to deal with kind of that backlash and, you know, other things start to come out that maybe we didn't even know about, you know, like they're, you know, they're upset and, you know, they say things. So it's been tough. We've, we've kind of, since we've had choreography, we have a full routine now with, yeah. and we had alternates, but those alternates kind of chose just not to be an alternate anymore. Um, so I think it's, it's hard. It's hard to be an alternate. An- another one is that we made another team, a senior open six team, mm-hmm. which some of the kids went to. They kind of went into it feeling like they were like the leftovers or what that, whatever that is. But, um, we are doing our best to make sure they don't feel like that. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to feel like the lovers. That, that, that wasn't the case at all. They're not leftovers. They are still athletes, great athletes and moldable. They just didn't fit the puzzle pieces for what we needed for this division. Yeah. So, So when you are putting athletes on a team like that, after giving them a little taste of what it's like to be on lady bullets, as a coach, how do you keep them motivated? How do you get them excited about this new team in a different division from what they thought they were going to be a part of? Um, I think it's just the environment you put them in. And I think it's how you approach the situation, making sure that obviously they're not getting treated any differently. They're getting the same training. They see that, you know, they weren't mainly they couldn't hit the skills right so they had a lot of training to do they needed mm-hmm. to develop the skills so maybe they were on a world team somewhere else but they just weren't up to the caliber of what we needed so they're getting all the fundamentals i think it's just how you make practice how you make them feel at practice if they feel like loved if they yeah. feel that they're needed if they feel like they're wanted they're not going to have any doubts about themselves. Yeah. You know, obviously they kind of feel that way. It's lingering for a little bit, but it goes away. And if you have a loving coach who loves them and cares about them and treats them no differently than if they were Lady Bullets or Kelly Coet mm-hmm. or whoever, Sparkle, whatever the case may be, then they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the industry keeps changing and evolving. Suns get harder. Rules change. Trends come and go. For you personally, what is your biggest challenge right now as a coach? I think the biggest challenge right now is the inconsistency. You know, there's it's things are always changing. The rules are always changing. Mm-hmm. You can do this here. You can do that there. This division, you can do it. You can't do it here. You know, it's just kind of, it's tough. It's tough to have to keep that in the back of your mind. I think <clears throat> making sure that you're being consistent, at least with your own team, is probably priority, but... At the same time, I think it just sometimes gets a little frustrating yeah. with all the rule changes. Mm-hmm. You can you can do certain things here and there. Um, I think that we are image policy wise. I think we're on the right track. I think that's great. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that there was more consistency 
with the roles, especially between like IASF and USASF. Yeah. You know, we can do full up to the top and level three for ISF, but USASF you still have to go to prep. So yeah. it's just it's strange because you have, but in the US you're not gonna be able to do that. So I don't know. It's just I wish there was more consistency. Yeah, that makes sense. What advice do you have for a coach starting out? Maybe one of the young kids that are here at spring trying to learn from all of the best for the first time what would you want them to know as they're starting out and are on a journey to shape other kids like themselves be a sponge always be willing to learn and never feel like you know everything even as you get older and you feel like you do know there every single day that i coach i feel like i'm learning something from someone mm-hmm. I, to this day, feel like I can learn from a brand new coach that just is learning how to coach because they know something that maybe I don't. Yeah. Everybody has their own strengths. So you go sit in on a practice of coaches in your gym that have been coaching for a while and just learn. Learn, absorb, um, don't be afraid to ask questions and get your hands dirty and get in there. You know, there's a lot of times you're going to have to just work for free just to work to get, to be able to get the experience mm-hmm. and um, always be willing to just keep building your knowledge. Don't stop learning. Um, and since we are at Spring Conference, what has been your favorite class to teach and what has been your favorite class to watch? My favorite class to teach, um, actually in the last two years now, um, was the Choreography Collective um, with David Langling and Jonathan Lewis. It's always fun mm-hmm. to do a class with other people. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. It was great. We were able to um, really get across some cool points and topics, and um, the, the attendees had some good questions and um, I just, it, it's just so fun because I think it's the energy yeah. that makes it fun. You know, you can be genuine. Nothing is scripted. Everything in that class is just genuine. Let's talk about it. Here's my opinion. This is their opinion. What is your opinion? So I thought that was really fun. I didn't really get to sit in on any classes. Um, I really, really, really wanted to go into some of the building classes yeah. this this year um, just because of all the new rule changes, just to see that some of the exciting stuff that's going on. I know those are always a, a favorite of mine, especially because I feel like I can learn. I always leave here learning so much. Um, I think something that's fun for me that I enjoy being here is being able to just chat with people in the industry and network mm-hmm. and talk to people and just in a, in a non-stress-free, non cheer competition setting where it's like hey let's go to lunch let's have a chat and we're talking about you know challenges or you know or even real life stuff not even cheerleading Mm -hmm. I think that's fun to be able to catch up meet people and um just live and enjoy enjoying each other's company is really what this is all about here Mm -hmm. I totally agree spring is such a great place for being personal but social and also learning uh so thank you so much for sitting with me I really loved our chat. And yeah, that's it. Thank you.